Voice of St. Louis original podcast. We've got a lot going on nationally and especially locally, so let's get right to it in the St. Louis All Local from KMOX. Our top local story on this Tuesday, August 1st. KMOX is covering breaking news. As you heard from CBS, a federal grand jury in Washington has voted to indict former President Donald Trump for his efforts to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election. CBS's Robert Costa. This is an aggressive move by special counsel Jack Smith, not to paint Trump as someone who was called into some decision by outside lawyers, but Trump as the mastermind of an operation to overturn an election and take American democracy to the brink. We expect to bring you comments from special counsel Jack Smith coming up later on. And also, this just in. More developing news. The Orioles reportedly nearing a trade with the Cardinals for pitcher Jack Flaherty. That's according to Ken Rosenthal and The Athletic. And that's not the only action involving the Redbirds today. Let's go live to Bush Stadium and KMOX Sports. Matt Pauley. Yeah, it looks like the Cardinals are going to get back from the Orioles infielder Cesar Prieto. He's the 16th-ranked prospect in the Orioles system. Hit 364 in AA and 317 in AAA this season. Also, uh, left-hand pitcher Drew Rome expected to come in that move as well. Earlier today, the Cardinals trading Paul DeYoung. He goes to the Toronto Blue Jays in exchange for a minor league pitcher. We have passed the trade deadline as of four minutes ago. Not that more deals can't leak out, but right now it sounds like this is probably going to be it for the Cardinals. Thank you very much, Matt Pauley, live at Bush Stadium. The execution is set for 6 o'clock tonight for Johnny Johnson, the Valley Park man who killed Casey Williamson, a six-year-old girl he had abducted and tried to sexually assault in July of 2002. The victim's great aunt, Della Steele, says the execution brings back all the memories of that day. It's sad because it's sad that it went that way. You know, it didn't really have to. We wish she was still here every day. We love her and miss her every day. Steele says the murder had an impact on a generation of Williamson's classmates who all remember the girl who was there in kindergarten but missing the next fall in first grade. A plan to clear the air in casinos looks to fall a little short. The St. Louis County Council is expected to take up a proposed ordinance tonight that will put restrictions on smoking in casinos but not ban it outright. The county health department had asked for casinos to face the same smoking restrictions as any other public place, but there wasn't support for that. Instead, a measure to keep half of a casino floor smoke-free will be introduced. Casinos are the only exemption to the public smoking ban. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. Some 50 homes in rural Jefferson County have been receiving bottled water from the EPA because of lead contamination. The problem is not new. It's existed for decades. The EPA's remedial project manager, Greg Box, says it can be traced back to lead mining in the 1720s. Jefferson County sits at the northern end of what's known as the old lead belt. And in 2004, we started doing some initial investigations of some of the mining sites in the southwest portion of Jefferson County on that northern fringe and started seeing some wide impacts of uh, lead contamination. A follow-up to a story KMOX brought you over the weekend. Former Democratic Missouri Governor Jay Nixon has signed on as director of the bipartisan group No Labels. Nixon tells KMOX he was deeply concerned of the coordinated effort to undermine No Labels. I think when a democracy is has been challenged, and is in a difficult time, and I think we all understand uh, the challenges that are occurring in D.C. and around the country, then taking uh, one of the pillars of democracy, the ability of people not only to petition their government, but to run people for office, and to be against that was something that inspired me, especially with our experience here in Missouri. I mean, the ballot proposals have been extremely important in Missouri, highly contentious sometimes. Nixon says, as for fellow Democrats' claims a third party will guarantee a Trump win, he refutes that. Maria Aquina, KMOX News. 
Disney's. At a brunch time drag show, she's Disney diva. At a midnight drag show, she's Dirty Diana. That's what drag performer Jordan Braxton says, adding, drag performers know what is and isn't appropriate in front of children. Braxton traveled to Jefferson City numerous times this past legislative session as anti-LGBTQIA bills were being discussed. She knows some families with trans kids have left the state, but she's staying put. I could just move anywhere, but I don't want to. I love Missouri. I want to see Missouri embrace and support trans people such as myself and just let people live. This Saturday is the Black Pride Expo at the Polish Heritage Center. She says everyone is welcome. Debbie Monterey, KMOX News. So he was a dock worker? Yeah. yeah. Okay. More than 500 workers at Yellow Trucking in St. Louis are suddenly looking for work, cut loose after the company shut down. Teamster driver Bobby Bailey was asked, what will they do next? Some are going to go into early retirement. Some are going to just keep pushing through. Some may take their lives. You never know. You know? I mean, guys that have been here since they were 18 years old, it's the only job they ever had. Bailey says there are always driving jobs out there, but they may not all have union pay and benefits. As the news continues on KMOX. KMOX is covering breaking news. Special counsel Jack Smith has just spoken about today's four-count indictment of former President Donald Trump, this time relating to the 2020 election and the aftermath. Let's take a listen to that from special counsel Jack Smith. An indictment was unsealed, charging Donald J. Trump with conspiring to defraud the United States, conspiring to disenfranchise voters, and conspiring and attempting to obstruct an official proceeding. The indictment was issued by a grand jury of citizens here in the District of Columbia, and it sets forth the crimes charged in detail. I encourage everyone to read it in full. The attack on our nation's capital on January 6, 2021, was an unprecedented assault on the seat of American democracy. It's described in the indictment it was fueled by lies. Lies by the defendant targeted at obstructing a bedrock function of the U.S. government, the nation's process of collecting, counting, and certifying the results of the presidential election. The men and women of law enforcement who defended the U.S. Capitol on January 6th are heroes. They are patriots and they are the very best of us. They did not just defend a building or the people sheltering in it. They put their lives on the line to defend who we are as a country and as a people. They defended the very institutions and principles that define the United States. Since the attack on our capital, the Department of Justice has remained committed to ensuring accountability for those criminally responsible for what happened that day. This case is brought consistent with that commitment, and our investigation of other individuals continues. In this case, my office will seek a speedy trial so that our evidence can be tested in court and judged by a jury of citizens. In the meantime, I must emphasize that the indictment is only an allegation and that the defendant must be presumed innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt in a court of law. I would like to thank the members of the Federal Bureau of Investigation who are working on this investigation with my office, as well as the many career prosecutors and law enforcement agents from around the country 
who have worked on previous January 6th investigations. These women and men are public servants of the very highest order, and it is a privilege to work alongside them. Thank you. And special counsel Jack Smith on today's indictments against former President Trump. Smith also led the indictment in June concerning the Mar-a-Lago documents. KMOX goes in-depth. Missouri's former Democratic Governor Jay Nixon says he's now the director of No Labels because he wants the group to be on the ballot in all 50 states. Right now, it's only qualified in five states. KMOX's Maria Kina goes in-depth with the former Governor Nixon. Political operatives on both sides of the aisle and a majority of Democrats, including former Congressman Dick Gebhardt of Citizens to Save Our Republic, say the same thing. The race is between Biden and Trump, a third party candidate independent, bipartisan candidate, would pull many more votes from Biden than Trump and uh, would re-elect Donald Trump. Governor Nixon, what party stands to benefit or lose from this as we go into the general election? Uh, There's a lot of analysis, uh, a lot lot of statements out there. I don't know what analysis there is. I think the best candidates win elections. New Labels is not a party and it doesn't have a candidate. Yet a majority of Americans are very, very concerned about what they see out there in the candidates for president that are out there. So I think that a centrist is the avenue where you're talking to real people, not just responding to what the latest attack de jour is, uh, has the best chance of not only winning, but much, much more importantly than that, actually progressing on the important policy issues facing our country. Governor, you say there is no candidate, but isn't that the objective to eventually get someone who is a centrist? Yes, ultimately. But the first step you have to do is you have to get ballot access. None of this works if you wait too late. And the way that these these arcane rules are around the country, you have to get involved in this time. And I would say the next six or seven months is the most important time for that ballot access issue. And this is a, in essence, from the perspective of of getting this done, this is a relatively early part of the process because you are out there gathering signatures, getting petitions to get a ballot slot uh, in all 50 states. As a Democrat, what do you think is more of a detriment, a Trump presidency or not having a third party candidate on the ballot? I've not bought into this that uh, no labels, no labels would be a spoiler for two reasons. Number one is that they have said they won't be. Uh, as this comes forward, that's not their intent. Their intent is if they can find the right candidates and get the right issues uh, would be to win. It's not a an effort to spoil or to lean one way or the other. And, and I'm confident there are major supporters of both our current president and our former president that would be involved in this. This is for me, this is about giving the people who continue to say in, in overwhelming numbers and tone and that they want another choice. Maria Kina KMOX News. Thanks for tuning in, and you can subscribe by finding St. Louis All Local on the Odyssey app or your favorite podcast app.